welcome to the Laughing Monkey Movie Show. Today we have on Scott Wino. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me back. Well, you're always going to be welcome back, right despite on. our controversy and right. our shows. Right. You are a friend of the show, and uh, it's appreciated. Yeah. But we're actually here. This is the first time we're doing a live show. Right. So this is even better. Um, you have a show tonight. We do. You've been playing out. How many shows have you done so far on this tour? We, uh, um, we this is our first show. It's going to be our first show in um, about a little over little over three weeks, a little three weeks, three weeks show. So you I mean, it. we sort of built it around the, the Snowblind Festival, which yeah. is happening in Atlanta on the 12th, I think it is. And that's uh, like, I mean, it's kind of hard to believe that all those bands are under one roof, but the Masquerade is a huge venue, two stages. So it's going to be quite, quite a, it's going to be quite an event. Masquerade is the bomb. I used to go to college in Atlanta in the 90s, so I spent a lot of time at the Masquerade. Yeah. I mean, I played, I played there all the way back to the Melvins, like, uh, when the test with the Melvins on the, uh, I think it was the Mini Tour, so, and I think that, yeah, so that was, like, that early was the 90s. 90s so. I saw Prong, I saw Pantera open for Prong, and then, coming back the second part of the tour, Prong was opening for Pantera. Yeah. Right, and that was in the Cowboys, the cusp of Cowboys just starting out, and then just blowing up. And they blew up on that tour, Yeah, right? that was the tour. Yeah, touring with Prong was interesting, uh, we did, did quite a bit of that in the day, in the day because we were... We had the same management as uh, White Zombie, and uh, and Prong was on um, Prong was on Columbia. We and we toured them for that record, uh, Cleansing. Yeah, yeah, that's a good album. We were touring for Trisha Ten, so we did we did almost two years of touring with, with Prong back in the, that day. That was pretty pretty interesting, you know. Tommy uh, seems like a pretty straight up dude about things too. Tommy, Tommy, you know, but the man, I mean, Raven, Paul Raven, got to be really good friends. Yeah, Raven was one of the original players in Killing Joke. Okay, and um, he he was like the well. Actually, that bill's a pretty big bill. It's like um, I don't know, freezing up. Who, who else is on the bill with that? With the on the prom? No, no, but the other bill. Like when you go into the Atlanta one, which oh man, it's enormous. It's okay. It's like, let me think, think now. A bunch of bands before us. We play at six thirty, and then we have us, Weed Eater, that's uh, right. High on Fire. Right? Corrosion. Corrosion Conformity. Yeah. Mothership. Mothership. Uh, any other bigger bands? I think Pentagram. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby. So I think it's gonna I think it's I mean that's pretty huge. I think it's it, really good. Is it so Down is not playing, but but it's high fire, Pentagram, Weed Eater. Is Acid King playing? Huh? Acid King? Yeah. Don't know. I don't think so. Black Tusk. Black Tusk. Okay. But you know, all those two, show. two shows are two stages now. Yeah. I remember the Masquerade, they used, they used to sort of be, there used to be a lot going on there, let's put it that way. And the house band was the Impotent Sea Snakes. Yep, I remember that. Remember them? They were crazy. Yeah. They played there. And um, I think, yeah, I played there quite a few times. So it should be, should be fun. Wasn't it Heaven, Hell, and Purgatory, right? Didn't they have it broken up into areas at one so. point? Yeah. I don't think still have it. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. Sort of uh, reminds me a little bit of the, the way the limelight was organized, you know. So. But anyways, yeah. So that's so that's uh, on the twelfth. So we sort of built the tour around that show, that yeah. event. And uh, you know, none of the shows are any less important, of course. But, no, but but basically, we're hitting some of our bigger markets this time. Like we're, we're hitting uh, Boston. We're playing New York City with this lineup for time. Um, Rhode Island's great, you know. Uh, Worcester, Mass could be off the hook. So I, th I think we Palladium, Worcester. Are you playing that? Are we playing? Uh, I didn't even look. No, we're playing at a small place in Worcester. I think it's Ralph's. Like it's a small bar. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think, and we're actually playing Man Manchester uh, 
your answer too. I mean, the only place I've ever played in Manchester was the uh, the mob shelter back in the day. Oh wow! But uh, so so yeah, pretty big place. So that'll be cool. So playing some some doing a lot of East Coast shows. It's going to be good. I mean, we we hit the South for yard, and, and we're also we're, we're hitting South again. I mean, we're playing Huntsville, Alabama with Teddy uh, Van. Oh really? Yeah, and the next night we played Mothership somewhere. That's the that's the Snowblind. It's the night after. The night after. Alabama. Okay. Where did we play the mothership that we played them on another night? That's uh, Columbus, Ohio. Oh, Columbus, Ohio. And that's cool. Columbus is a great place to play. That's where my whole, all my whole family's from Ohio, that area. So, yeah, it should be fun. Looking forward that's, to it. That's really cool. So, you actually started the tour prior to this, not a tour, but play out with the full lineup when you guys do that? Yeah, we, that? Have, we have. We, we, we uh, Chris and Jason joined, uh, I don't know, how long ago? In May. In May? Officially. And we've done two tours already. Wow. And we were just in the studio working on our on our next record, and we are like, we made good progress on the record. So yeah, let's go. off talk about that because originally I just got put off a little bit. Did get put off? Well, various reasons, and uh, 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 so we yeah, so we finally got in there with Frank, and he's got a beautiful. He's got two places that he records at. He's got a, a beautiful place he likes to track drums in. It's an enormous facility, uh, and he's got that. I mean, the drum room is like. Oh, the room, like the great room, and he's got it mic. He's got every corner of that room mic, and he's nice. got close mics on drums. He's got proximity mics. So man, we got a big fat sound, and um, we lay down quite a few tracks. Actually, we made some good headway. So then, then we do overdub stuff like that in his smaller place in Maryland. So we went, we went in two states to do it. But uh, I'm real happy with the way it came out so far. Cool. Yeah. What do you? How's it looking for this year, next year? I mean, you know, I want uh, as soon as possible. I know that, that you know Todd from Ripple is you know he's definitely like our our champion man. It's like when you know for, forever gone with dude come out. That's right when you know, uh, you know I'm not gonna say it. It was right when some shit went down. Yeah, you have to say. And we we couldn't we couldn't you know it couldn't happen. I thought it was gonna happen wasn't gonna happen. He's like calling him and said, man, we're going forward with the date, we're going forward with the release date. Nothing's gonna change except the party. I was like, wow, that's cool. So. That was great, and so I, we're doing the record with the same person that did that, Forever Gone, and same engineer really? that did um, Sacred too. I mean, let me tell you what, man. I tell you what, we got to joke about that, but he kicks he kicks some serious ass. I mean, he don't fuck around. I mean, I think it's best. I know that this next record has to be. What's up, Cheryl? Mm-hmm. I know this next record has to be as good or better than Sacred, Sacred. and it, it will be. Sacred, so Sacred is a solid album. But even with your your acoustic album though, I love that album. That's like my top ten albums. I spin it all the time. The vinyl you sent me is deep. I love it. Thank you. I, I'm proud of that record. I, I, I can't believe how much I play. It's so good because it's like it's like good songwriting, but it's like but it's also ambient. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's just like a very creative to me. I feel like I can create my own thought process of doing other stuff. I like that. It's kind of a like a lucid cool. brain thing for me. Yeah, that, that's that's what it's for, and that's that's great. That's yeah. Great. Thank you. Um, I, was, I was real happy with that record, and you know, working with Frank is is fantastic. Yeah. So you know, Ripple, uh, Todd is like like I said, he's he's really there. I mean, the way Frank puts it is, Todd he goes, oh, that's the guy that's saving rock and roll. That's what he said. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's just like sort of like Mandarin is today. You know? Yeah. Like Mandarin, sort of. I think he's responsible for uh, you know starting the. The rock revolution, whether you want to call it, center rock or whatever. I mean, it was his, him and his, his the bands that he signed sort of sort of brought it back in a way. You know, so that's yeah. cool. I mean, I'm I'm glad all the way around. I think Ripple's a great label. You know, they have great distribution. Um, for 
Fair God did real good. Fair God did, did better than uh, probably, almost everything I've done, probably. Well, I mean, and, and it's important because, I mean, to be waving a flag at this point, though, after all that we've gone through, as we get older, the record labels have crashed, the world of promotions has gone out the window, it's become more of a cottage industry, so the fact that you are still labels and people are to support you, and, and, this, and especially this genre, is it's really even harder because it's not like yeah. it's a big, going to sell our stream or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's really, you know. And I think it's a labor of love for him because, I mean, he definitely has a side job, and uh, he's, well, he's an eye surgeon, so, you know, I mean, so it's a labor of love. And, super uh, props to that. He's as doing we, a good job. As we, as we all about a lot, a lot of music kids about it. It's like the merch is usually where yeah. the money's made from people, you know? That's right, that's right. That's why I always tell people, buy the merch. That's right. And, uh, you know, so, so I, I think that it's, uh, it's going to be good. I'm looking very looking forward to it. I mean, my 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 hope and my the goal is to, you know, get it out there before the <laughs> Before the apocalypse, you know. <laughs> we just survived the four horsemen of the apocalypse. I think we're gonna be okay for a little while. Well, I hope so, man. Oh, the four horsemen of the band? No, 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 no not the band. <laughs> well played, but no, no, they just be, the uh, the apocalypse itself. Like, yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I mean, any way that you can promote your band or promote yourself if you need to do that, I think it is is good, man. Yeah. You know, it's good, and it, the, the tools are there now. The tools need the tools, you know, if you use them for the right things. I mean, like, I don't wake up in the morning thinking, God damn it, who I got a fucking slander today, you know? Well, no, you don't have to. You can just be yourself. Like, I, mean, right. that, I mean, that's the, the problem is you have two types of people. Right. You're being creative or actually, you know, or you're going against it if you're, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to help. It's not going to clickbait. It's not. Yeah. No. I mean, but, one of the things I talk about is actually, you can comment on this one. The term cash grab. Yeah, cash. cash grab. I mean, come on, you know, fucking. Yeah. If you're a musician, you need to grab <laughs> as much cash as you can, because you last one getting the cash. Wait a second. So, in a way, they're equating that with selling out. In a way. Yeah. yeah. Any way you can make money on your music, it's your it's, it's your craft. It's up to you. I mean, it's really it's up to the artist. I mean, if the artist chooses to uh, to write a pop song for the sake of the money, then that's their that's their prerogative and that's their place. That's not my trip. But, you know, right. if I, they want to do it, it's cool. Hey, it's, it's, everybody, it's a free right. country. Or, uh, it was a free country. I'm hoping it stays a free country. As of now, as of this interview, it's free.
government members. Chris O'Base, in town Tom. Got out of the studio, we got some new stuff coming up real soon. We'll give you a little taste of that a little bit later on.
at all. A punk is the guy who uh, ripped you up down the street and thinks it's okay. It's not okay. What if we all know the prison variety?
they, 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 they've got places all over the world now, you know. They've been coming here ever since 1946, when the scientists first started bouncing radar beams off of the moon. And they have been living and working among us in vast quantities ever since. The government knows all about them. They are people just like us from within our own solar system, except that their society is more highly evolved. I mean, they don't have no wars, they got no monetary system, they don't have any leaders, because, I mean, each man is a leader. They are able to feed, clothe, house, and transport themselves equally and with no effort. Why don't they reveal themselves to the exist? Because of the tremendous shock
singing. Yeah, some songs just got a little bit long. So we left this one off. We're going to play for it right now. Not so long, so long.
Thank you, now. Yeah.
So yeah, I give Dave the song number to Dave Shum.